It's the KOP Aftermath. Get, get ready. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Yo, 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 yo what's crack like this? Big Snoop Deal Double G. Yo, what's going on? This is Drizzy G. Radio. We're taking over the radio. It's going down. It's crazy. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP Aftermath Podcast with your host, Kennedy Lucas. Hopefully, you guys are ready for another exciting, very, very interesting podcast because we have quite a few things that we're going to talk about. We do have some things on script, but then there's some things I wanted to talk to you guys about on the podcast off script. So if you're listening to tonight's podcast, KLP Aftermath Live from the studio, of course, tonight on all audio platforms, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, we are available everywhere. And of course, the next day we'll be having the video version of our podcast. We've got the camera rolling here in the studio. We've got quite a few things to talk about here today. But before we get on to, of course, what we wanted to talk about here on today's uh, episode, hopefully you guys have been listening to uh, the latest show, of course, KLP Tonight. I debuted the show back. Of course, KLP Tonight is a talk show that is available for all video platforms and all audio platforms. So I do recommend that you guys go out, listen, watch the show KLP Tonight. We talked about a lot of great things and we've had, honestly, we had a lot of people tweet because I have over 1,000 followers on Twitter. I know I say that a lot, T. And I know that's not nearly enough of these Twitter people that have 2 million followers on Twitter, but I'm pretty darn proud of that for sure. Um, of course, uh, a lot of people love the, the, the style of the show. I'm off script. I'm talking about current events. And I think I'm going to stick to the show being every Saturday because Saturday seems like the best time to really get it in for a talk show. Very, very excited for that, for sure, because you guys enjoyed it and you have something to watch throughout the whole weekend. So um, a lot of great views, actually, T. We, we saw our numbers uh, for our, our audio platforms because uh, with Spotify video, you're able to watch the show, the video version also on Spotify video. That's what's so great about Spotify video is now they're allowing us creators to not only get in the mic and, and do an audio version, because I'm always going to be that one podcaster that sticks to the budget, sticks to uh, keeping things audio. I love doing audio because it's just one of those things I love to do. But sometimes we like to give you guys a video version of it too, because you guys get to see me on camera. You get to see my reactions. That way, you know, it kind of balanced it out and Spotify video made it to where uh, we're able to do that. Not all podcasters can do it. So I kind of feel kind of specialty. We feel kind of special because I think the guy, the one podcast that's dominating the video portion of it that I've seen so far is Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's killing it with his podcast going video. That I mean, that's the market for his podcast is just the video version of it. So very, very excited for that. Very, very happy to bring back, uh, you know, our content creator we've been doing it really really well this month of january and i'm just i'm stoked so um to everyone who's listening to the podcast everyone who's watching the podcast later on demand uh, i have to say thank you you guys make my content better um you guys love klp tonight we're giving you guys many many shows um throughout the week and i i i, I we, we enjoy it we really enjoy because it, it's cool to say that this is 
Um, we, we come into the studio and this is our job. This is what we're doing. This is our part. And I do this a little bit because we're partnered with Emory and I work at Emory as well. We're, this is part of our job, you know, and it just, it, it gets our week going. It really does get our week going. Now, I, I do have a script here today, but I wanted to talk to you guys about this thing I read. This was a couple of days ago, so I might be a little late to the game uh, with this uh, topic. But, you know, I wanted to talk about this because there's been many podcasters out there talking about this. And I, I do agree with, with everyone about this because um, a lot of people, and this one goes out, I believe the latest video I watched was Joe Button's podcast. And his co-host was saying that everything that's virtual reality, we're calling metaverse. I don't understand why we're calling everything in the metaverse because that's the name that Facebook has given out. Now, there's no hate on Facebook. It's not, uh, it will meta, I guess that's the name for Facebook. I still call it Facebook. A comment below, do you guys still call face? do you call Facebook meta or do you call it, uh, do you still call it Facebook? I still call it Facebook. I know meta is the new company name. Uh, we have people in the studio here and you, they agree with me. I still call Facebook, Facebook. I don't call it meta, even though that is the new name for the company. I still say Facebook. Um, because we're prone to Facebook. We grew up with Facebook. So uh, it's hard to do a name change. And, and you know, innovation is good, but you never see me change our name so much. And we have, over the years, we've changed KLP Entertainment's name. Of course, back in the day, it was, and this was before T came along. Uh, KLP Corporations was the first name. And then it came, well, no, it was KLP Studios and then KLP Corporations and then KLP Industries. And now it's KLP Entertainment. So we, we've had our fair chances of name changes, but... Uh, I still call Facebook Facebook. I don't call it Meta. I, I don't know. It's just that's just how I do it. But anyway, we're we're calling the virtual reality metaverse, which I just don't understand why we're using the word metaverse. I get why we're using metaverse because that's a cool name. It's out there. It's topic of conversation. People are still talking about it. But it's virtual reality. I'm always going to say virtual reality or augmented reality because that is the official science term of it is. It's virtual reality and augmented reality. A lot of things we're seeing virtually, whether it comes down to the Oculus, whether it comes down to PlayStation VR or Hive uh, VR, we're calling a lot of people are referencing it. Oh, that's the metaverse. Oh, this is the metaverse. Oh, that's the metaverse. No, yes, but no virtual reality is the official name for it so uh the the purpose of the conversation of course metaverse i saw on a couple days ago that people investors rich investors and actual people are buying real estate virtual real estate out there in the metaverse virtual reality and there's been a story there was a story developed and i can't pull up the article because i i tried to find the article this morning in the office i couldn't find it but there's been believed that somebody bought a hundred thousand dollar house virtual reality home for a hundred thousand dollars could you imagine buying a virtual reality house that you can i guess step into using a, an, a headset or using some sort of device but you don't really get to live in the in that house and you spend a hundred thousand dollars on it that is crazy with people's money you will never catch me do something like that in virtual reality buying a house that 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 size that cosmic size of a hundred thousand dollars and the only way you can really enjoy it is when you put a headset on it's crazy people are doing it they're investing in metaverse i guess 
people are buying actual houses for $100,000 versus not going to get an actual house that you can live in, you can do renovations in, you can really enjoy. People are spending their money on that kind of stuff. And it, it, it drives me nuts to, because I read the article, right? And it really drove me nuts because I, I couldn't believe what, the, the, what people are paying. They're paying virtual reality land as profit and as tangible assets. It's crazy. Investors are investing millions in land, virtual reality land, which I, I, I don't get it. I don't, I wouldn't recommend people buying virtual reality uh, uh, things like that. Now, here at KOP Entertainment, we have bought virtual reality characters. Um, of course, Guardians was one, was a great movie. Uh, back in, two, in 2020, it's already a nominated film that we did, virtual reality. We toyed around with virtual reality. We toyed around, toyed around with augmented reality. That's an investment if you're making a movie or you're making a project. But it's slim to none when you buy something like that and you can't really do too much to it. You can't really live in it until you're in a headset. Now, I know a lot of people say that we're going to be endowed in the metaverse, where that metaverse, the new wave, and I believe it. Technology is getting more enhanced out here in the world, but I don't see that we are ready for uh, metaverse to come out and, and to say that we can endowed into metaverse. We can live in metaverse quite yet. We have quite a few years to go. Do I think this is this might happen? Yes, I do believe that this might happen. Um, but you know, I just I it's one of those things that you know, I just I, I'm not a fan of too much. I mean, I will virtual reality. I will play a virtual reality games because I think those things are cool. Uh, I want the new PlayStation virtual reality because I think the, that's going to be the next wave of it. But to invest that much money into land, I just don't see it. People are doing it for sure. People are investing in these things. I know billionaires have invested in Bitcoin. I saw an article that a lot of billionaires lost a lot of money because of the downturn for Bitcoin. Uh, NFTs, I still don't get NFTs, honestly. I really don't understand the, the, the logic of NFT, but hey, it's people investing their money. I can't control what people invest their money. I can only control what I invest my money in for sure. But it was quite interesting. I thought it would be a good topic of conversation because I read the article and it's crazy that people are they're, they're, they're investing money in a virtual reality house. And it must have been a big house, $100,000. That is a great sum of money to get a great house. Uh, believe it or not, I know a lot of people like 100, 100 grand, uh, you know, I can get more from that. $100,000, that is a great sum of money to buy a house. And you can buy a great house with that kind of money, just saying, especially here in Georgia. So, you know, moving on to the next topic, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about candy. Now, candy, I haven't been eating so much candy as of late this past year and a half because you guys know I've been on my workout journey. You guys can follow me on my TikTok, my Twitter, my Instagram, my Facebook. You guys know that I like to do workout videos. Uh, shout out to both Crunch Snailville and Crunch in Johns Creek because I actually did do a post the other day um, showing you guys a tip about muscle milk and how I use muscle milk for pre and post workout session. But you know, that here's the point, I haven't been eating candy as much. And this is the candy that I really haven't eaten or eaten in a very, very long time. And actually, this is my favorite candy. If you guys want to surprise me one day out there in, in, in the Universal Nation fans or fans and friends and family, you can surprise me with a bag of M&Ms. M&Ms are my prime favorite candy. I like the peanut version. 
It's not saying that, please go buy me some candy. That's not what I'm saying. But if you want to surprise me with a, a bag of M&Ms, I'll be very, very pleased about that. But M&Ms are my favorite. I haven't eaten, I haven't, I keep saying eaten tea. I don't know why I keep saying eaten tires, but eaten, that's the, the, gra the grammar term of it, eaten. I haven't eaten M&Ms in a very, very long time because I've been on this health kick and it's been joyous, honestly. The health kick has been very, very awesome. But this is coming from Today News. Of course, Eminem characters are getting a new look to become more inclusive. Of course, Eminem hopes to create a world where everyone feels they belong and society is inclusive. Of course, one person uh, personified a candy at a time, of course. Uh, this is a, an article coming from Christy Callahan. I, I have to make sure I reference the, the people that are writing these articles because I want them to get the proper uh, credits because they're allowing us podcasters to really uh, talk about it. Of course, can a group of multicolored candy characters change the world? The marketing minds behind Eminem certainly hope so. I believe so because, again, we're... And, it's no secret we're living in a rough time right now a lot of things are going up COVID-19 is going up and justice is going up for my black uh culture out here in this world so you know this is a great marketing strategy for M&Ms of course the brand just announced the multi uh multi uh prone approach to creating a world where everyone feels belong in society inclusives of course, and it apparently starts the, uh, with makeovers for each of those colorful Eminem characters that star in brands' popular commercials. Eminem has been doing some really awesome commercials, not as of late, but we all know through the years, they've done some awesome, awesome commercials. And, you know, they, they've done some things with their with the brand. Of course, the candy company decided to give um, each of the six characters fresh, modern uh, take on their traditional look and more uh, more announced uh, persona, uh, personalities to underscore the importance of self-expression and the power of community through storytelling, of course. So this is quite interesting. I, I'm wanting to see what happens to this and they have it to where there's an old and new look at it. I don't see much of a difference yet. I mean, there's so much you can do to like Eminem characters. You can't really change them out too much. Of course, the yellow Eminem, he looks a little bit slimmer, uh, I would say, but I'm very interested to see the minds of it. Of course, they blink, the blink or you'll miss it design changes are uh, kind of looking like at one of those, can you spot the difference pictures? Um, I can't really, I mean, I, I, I can't really tell a difference, y'all. I, I, I'm looking at the picture. I can't really spot a difference as of yet. Maybe it changed my mind when the commercials air and we'll see more of that. But I haven't, there's not really, I, I can't tell a difference. Um, there's more here, of course. The green Eminem, newly liberated with her white boots, let's loose. Of course, she talks social re reproduction theory. Can we go back to the boots here? Oh, okay, so I do see that. So now we have it to like the green m&m she's the female one of the female m&ms she was wearing boots in the old one and now she's wearing uh shoes of course now oh okay now i'm seeing it i'm seeing the difference the shoes are the difference the m&m characters look like they were just wearing i don't know what kind of shoes these are but in the new design you have it to where the looks like the m&ms are wearing sneakers actually uh these look like 
Adidas that I'm seeing on the red M&M. You got more of a boot style for the orange M&M. Uh, like I said, the green looks like she has on Nike instead of boots. So very, very interesting, very a culture shock for sure. I, I can, you can see it now in the picture. Of course, uh, they're changing this up. Of course, finally an M&M with mental health struggles. That is the orange M&M. <laughs> uh, I, I, and I rest assured I'm not laughing at mental illness. I'm laughing at the, the tweet that Matt XIV had tweeted about it. Uh, Eminem characters become more inclusive, and you know this stuff happens. You know I've I've had my fair share of being in mental states before. So um, before you guys blast me out on Twitter, before you blast me on the show, I wasn't laughing at health, uh, mental health. I you know I, I've been through it too. So uh, Matt he joked about it on his Twitter, but. I can really spot the difference with the with the Eminem characters. I really do hope that this goes uh, far uh, within the Eminem company, the Morris company, because I'm a big fan of them. I love Eminem. That's one of my favorite uh, uh, candies of all time. So if you're ever thinking about, you know, if you're, you know, if you're wanting to give me some candy, you know, you know where to find me, guys. So of course, next on we're going to talk about tech news and i mean tech businesses out there from insider they organized charts plot uh one of the most powerful people at companies at structural that links them together it's a summary of one of uh, our technology reporters that pulled together using their sources networks and internal uh documents so of course we're going to give you guys a list a organization charts that uh, view the most important people and power structures of tech companies like netflix Google and JP Morgan, of course. Netflix, of course, they mapped out 66 most powerful people at Netflix after it overhauled its leadership. Uh, of course, they have that list there. Of course, Microsoft is next. They identified 175 most powerful people. Now, uh, if you guys didn't get it, of course, we're highlighting the number of, of powerful people within these companies because um, it's real out here. It's real. It's real that we have a lot of people within these companies. Of course, 175 people at Microsoft. Microsoft's been doing some good things. We won't talk about Xbox and Blizzard and Activision because everyone's been talking about that for the past two weeks. I talked about it enough. We'll see the developments. Uh, if you're looking for me to talk about Activision Blizzard again, I won't talk about it here on the show because everyone's been talking about it. It's. I mean, we get it. Uh, of course, Microsoft Cloud meet 30 executives who roamed the 1.8 trillion tech uh, tech titans crucial cloud business under the CEO of Satya Nadella. Of course, Amazon Web Services, they identified 95 most powerful people uh, at the Amazon Web Services. Amazon's a, a large organization to work for. I actually did work for Amazon. Thank God I don't work for Amazon anymore because, as I say very loosely, because they're premiering our shows and their services, working for them in the intern, in, internally, it's, you know, it's, it's a job. It's, if you can stomach it, if you can deal with it, it's something you can do. Google, they identified 195 most powerful people at Google under Sundar Pachi. Of course, Google Cloud, they identified a number of 142 most powerful people at Google Cloud at its race to beat Amazon and Microsoft. YouTube, they recognize, of course, 49 most important people who run uh, YouTube. It's a lot of people that's running these companies, too. A lot of people. Now, we only have, I want to say, about six people help running the, the KLP Entertainment brand. That is my CEO, which is me, my CFO, which is T, COO, CMO. 
and our chiefs. So it, it, we we are a very small, small crowd compared to these big Titan giants that have all these people that's more powerful. Of course, they identified at Intel, 181 most powerful people at uh, Intel as new CEO, Pat Gelsinger tries to turn around slowing growth at chip giant. Of course, uh, Intel, you know, Intel has been Intel has been doing some downgrading because of the chip shortage and they're trying to produce as much chips, not just only in their computers, but a little bit in gaming too. You look at all these game companies, Sony, Microsoft, everyone's having a chip shortage. So, you know, they're trying to turn turn it around. Of course, Salesforce has 138 most powerful people at Salesforce under the CEO, Mark Benoff. And looks like that's all the list here. All these companies are great. Um, I, I I love to see tech companies like this strive for excellence. It's a lot of people that goes in with uh, their, their 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 companies, but they're doing a lot of great things. And you know, I, I envy that. I, I learned from that because technically we're not a we're, and we know this too. We're not a tech company. We're a media company. But you know, we deal a little bit in tech when it comes to certain things. So for sure. So those are the number of people that's recognized here. Now before we log off here, it'll be up to math. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show so far because we've talked about some great things here on the show. Of course, I wanted to talk about a little bit of NFL, a little bit of sports news because we're getting ready for the Super Bowl. And of course, uh, shout out to all everyone who's been following the Super Bowl. I know it's been all over the news today that everyone was a little bit upset about Tom Brady and the Buccaneers getting eliminated for playoffs amidst Antonio Brown's uh, exit to the team. I actually heard, and I wasn't eavesdropping, maybe I was eavesdropping team, but I went to the gym today and, you know, it's a locker room full of men. They're talking about the same scenario. Uh, I briefly just heard that, you know, that some guy said that, you know, oh, ever since Antonio Brown made his exits and, and did what he did, he must have knew that they were not, not going to make it to the Super Bowl and AB did what he did. So there's a whole nother story with that. But of course, we're talking about Patrick Mahomes told Joe Burrow, his Chiefs Bengals playoff match predicted in week 17. See y'all in the playoffs, of course. Uh, the Chiefs and the Bengals, Cincinnati, actually, if you don't know, Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals are meeting for the second time this season and this month after the Bengals uh, beat the Chiefs 34 31 on January 2nd. Um, this time, Kansas City and Cincinnati will face in the AFC Championship. The Bengals haven't received this game since 1988. But this marks the Chiefs' fourth consecutive appearance. Of course, quarterback Patrick Mahomes expected to meet the Bengals in the playoffs this year after Joe Burrow and the Bengals beat the Chiefs a few weeks ago. Mahomes told Burrow after the game that they will see y'all, and this is close, we will see you guys in the playoffs, of course. And of course, the Cincinnati Bengals, they tweeted about it. Of course, we meet again. Uh, the 26-year-old Chiefs quarterback in his fifth season, but 25-year-old Burrow is only in his second season in the Bengals. This will be the first time the two young quarterbacks. It's good to see a lot of young quarterbacks in there because we, we, I mean, you got your, you got your Matt Ryan's, you got your um, Aaron Rodgers, you got your Tom Brady, a little bit of older quarterbacks, but they're still out there. They're still kicking it. But then you got your younger quarterbacks to represent the team really well. Let me tell you, when you become a quarterback, you are on the marketing team. You're getting marketing. I believe uh, last Madden game, Patrick Mahomes was was on the cover. So you get, quarterbacks, they making a lot of money. Make sure they do their their, their due diligence with these games, of course. Uh, of course, after meeting up in the playoffs. 
and it will be the only second time Mahomes and Burrow have played each other, of course. 10 of the 16 AFC teams have been startling quarterbacks. That is 26 and younger. Young. Uh, even crazy enough, Mahomes is one of the older AFC quarterbacks right now for Sunday's AFC Championship game will continue and to give fans a look into the future of AFC. So uh, I believe this is the, and I got a little more research about this too, T, because I'm, I'm not too sure if this was this past uh, game or not. And I have my phone right here, but I'm not too sure if this was this past Sunday, meaning yesterday, or is it this Sunday uh, coming up for sure. But we're going to go ahead and just Google this up real quick. Uh, uh, January 30th. So that will be this coming Sunday. I don't know why. I, I thought it was this past Sunday for some crazy reason. Um, no, the game, it was Rams versus Buccaneers is what everyone's talking about. That was this past Sunday, of course. So the Bengals will go against the Chiefs. Of course, we'll talk about it for sure. Um, who And a lot of people ask me today in the office, which team am I going for? Um, I like Patrick Mahomes, but I got to go for my Bengals be simply because I've been to Cincinnati. I've been to the, uh, the state of Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio. I've been to Ohio before. It's a very beautiful city. So that's why I'm going for uh, the Bengals. Of course, a lot of people talk a lot of smack about the city of Cincinnati, but I've been to Cincinnati. Gosh, this was like a century ago. It was so beautiful. The buildings, the, the, the stadium was nice. So I, I have to root for my Cincinnati and I actually knew somebody who was an agent for the Cincinnati, one of the Cincinnati teams. And he stayed at our, one of our hotels because you guys remember I've done property management years ago. Um, you know, we had a guy representing the state of Cincinnati and sports commission and he stayed with us a lot. He was recruiting a lot. So I have to go to my Cincinnati team, which is the Bengals, because uh, you know, I've been there, I've been to the city, it's beautiful. So that's, it is, you know, I got a root for them for sure. So uh, best of luck to both teams. And of course we'll cover it while we see the game and we'll do a sports uh, edition here on KLP Aftermath. So that's gonna wrap it up here on our show today. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show. I really do enjoy these shows too. They, they you know, they, they, they love it, they love us. Please be sure to stay tuned tomorrow. Of course, we're going to be doing uh, more episodes, more podcasting this week. How the way we do it. I don't think we've talked about this too, but throughout the week, we're going to be doing a nightly show of KOP After Math. And then the day after that, we're going to be uploading the video version of it. So um, bear with us. You know, we have to put things on schedule. You know, we have, we're working with a lot of stuff right now. So that's why we have to put things now on schedule. So that way we know when this video coming out. Oh, this is coming out this when, this is coming out this day bear with us with that um but that's gonna wrap it up here klp aftermath with your host klp kennedy lucas hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show as always I like to say stay safe and stay swanky